Blog Talk Radio. Welcome to the Paula Price Show, where you can experience scripturally organic, culturally unmodified teaching, get answers to your questions, and receive powerful prayer from your host, Dr. Paula Price, author of the Prophet's Dictionary. Tune in now and get ready for an exciting time of encouragement and transformation. Welcome your host, Dr. Paula Price. I like toys. Toys are my friend. I like new toys. I like tech toys. Well, hello. It is Tuesday. It is the Tuesday after our enormously successful Tulsa Prophetic Training Institute. Yay! It was amazing. And if you've not gotten a taste of it, just go to Facebook, and I'm telling you, they are flooding it. With our pictures, our events, our moments, we've had some powerful moments. Awesome move of God. I want to thank everyone who participated. I especially want to thank and bless Dr. Sharon Billings, who has become a lifelong member of the team. Yay! She, I'm telling you, this woman, if you haven't had her in, call her. Get her in. This woman will minister to your people. I mean, she's like nonstop. We're out trying to get to the door to the airport. She's got one more word, just one more. One more, one more word. She's got one more. And accurate, accurate, powerful, ecstatic about what she's doing. So I'm going to tell you, this lady is worth it. Make the effort. Call her, find her. Hear her name, Dr. Sharon Billings. She's in Georgia. Am I right, Georgia? Correct. I'm sure she's on Facebook. I think I've seen that picture. And so, wonderful. And then, we had a special treat with Dr. Nashawn Walker, apostle to this generation, literally for young people. Great man of God. We had an amazing time. He did a powerful teaching on, do you remember Prophet Ashley or somebody (laughs) in the audience? He talked about prophetic and uh, media. Uh, Yeah, but he gave a teaching on the prophetic and media, and he brought a spin, a dimension that I thought was so amazing because he said media makes God omnipresent. Now, was that good? That was awesome. And why Christians need to stay in media and dominate media? Right now we see media as making evil omnipresent unavoidable and inescapable. Can't get them out of the television, can't get out of the commercials, the songs, etc. His teaching was amazing. Youth group people, bring this man in. He's powerful. You need to do this. Great stuff. And then, my beloved daughter, <laughs> Apostle Nona Parker out of Joliet, Illinois, did an, a powerful piece on culture and deities and the deities of culture. People, we had a blast. Now, I know I know some heavy subjects, and yet we still managed to have a whopping good time in the Holy Ghost. Baby, ten moves. We sang, we danced, we shouted, we howled, we cried, we rejoiced, we danced some more, ate a lot. It was great. (laughs) I'm telling you, it was one, and we say it every year, you know, right, Ashley? 
I got my gavel. I got my head. Look, breath. I'm excited. And this says, what does it say? Dr. Paula A. Price, the soul looseness. Acts 26, 18, and Hebrews 12, 22 through 24. Kingdom for the king. You know, we teach kingdom so much, we act like we're teaching it for us. And then, of course, now, you know, today's slap clause, you know, I have, we have scripts, the organic slap clause. We have a whole kit for you. We got this wonderful thing here. This is a lap clause. We've got the scripture organic slap clause. And guys, hey, get ready. And we got, what do we have, Norma? The t-shirt? T-shirt, yes! Yeah. 
Yo, you you in the grave? Well, let me fuck with you. Well, you had straight apart, and you had shifted hard lines into apostleship. That's, that's the whole season where you said, I'm a founding apostle. Mm-hmm. And uh, when you did that, all the saints that were addicted to prophecy went elsewhere, and we know how they go. So mm-hmm. we were at that summit, mm-hmm. the one that we really did not want to do Ever. because we wanted to lick our wounds and crawl in a hole and disappear. But God said, keep going. Yeah, he does that a lot. Keep going, because he was wanting this thing for a whole other era, as we can see. Mm-hmm. A new era. A new era. Ah, the point of this story is, at that summit, you, <laughs> you rolled out branding apostleship. Yep. Whole training. And you have been saying, literally for a decade, so why hasn't God's spirit blown on apostleship? Mm-hmm. Faith spread like wildfire. Evangelism Spread like wildfire. The prophetic. You can't contain the prophetic. Mm-hmm. Crazy no. prophetic, normal prophetic. It's going to do what it wants to do. But apostleship hasn't moved. And it hasn't gone anywhere. Even in the circle. And you said because we can't define it. And because we can't define it, we can't brand it. Mm-hmm. We can't brand it. The people can't get it. And God can't run with it. That's it. Because he runs with the people. The people. And so you started that message with branding apostleship. And we all, I remember when we heard that, we were like, now that's it. Mm-hmm. Who says that, first of all? Me. You do. And so <laughs> Branding <laughs> apostleship. And, and that really set us on this course mm-hmm. of taking 10 years to come to Scripture Organic, Culturally Modified Christianity. Because you said around the table, these apostles talk about it, whatever, most people totally disconnected. At that summit, you asked the question about what the biggest issues are that God is facing. The apostles gave one set of religious answers. They sure did. I remember that. They were like, no. They gave responses of occultism. They were nailing all the things they Mm -hmm. were facing off with on television, in the workplace, in books. And you said that alone proved point. Yes. We're not even on the same page with God. And from then until now, you did um, ABCs of Apostleship 1, mm-hmm. which was many years ago. And at the end, said, I'm going to do another one. <coughs> and then we waited. And then we waited. And waited. <laughs> and waited. But it came. Call and call. But it came. And it came with the perfect season, though. Yeah. The perfect season. It came. And we have it right here. ABC of Apostleship. <laughs> yes. Despitefully. Apostolic Christians. And, you know, it's a funny thing with God. If people didn't run right out and market a revelation before they got its education, oh, my God, I got to slap a little something. Go ahead. Hit it. People are so happy to make, make money marketing slogans and slivers of comments that they don't get the whole thing. I thank God that God restrained me. I'd like to take all credit for it, but truth be told, we're going to get a king of Zeus. Honey, honey, let me tell you. But And so I just stayed in this. So I moved from we must brand apostleship to hallelujah, ABCs of apostleship, one, to new era apostleship, yeah. to discipling apostolic Christians, ABCs of apostleship, two, to what the people can run with. What did you say, Norma, when I said that thing? That's the winner. That's the winner. And this is my, my quiet prophet. She just told us where the money is. We don't know. She just said this is going to work. 
I'm telling you. And so when I hit that thing called discipling apostolic Christians, we already began a gathering because it finally came out of the pulpit to the pew. The people said, oh, we could be disciple too? Oh, I thought it was just for the apostles. Now we know. So we're discipling apostolic Christians to new era apostleship. Hallelujah. Yes, well, I know we have the Come Home campaign. Well, yeah, I was saving the best for last. You know that's my powerful thing, right? And you but, know that came Ooh, Yeah, I'm going to let you tell that story because you look at you. You're twitching the channel. You can't even help it. Uh, she's going to let me get this sentence out, and then we're going to move on. Mm-hmm. So I'll let her have her way. But, but think about it. So we did that. We did that. But when it came down to something you could sink your face into, and you can hang your hope on, and you can respond to with a benefit that's yours, not just the apostle, the pastor, the evangelist, teacher, your benefit. It benefits you. Pastor, I'm going to go back to what you said about the server in the restaurant. Not, not didn't go to our church or anything like that. While you were talking, Chief was over there witnessing with the church, sharing with somebody else. So what does that mean? I'm sitting at the table. I love what that says. What does it mean? And then a guy gets up from across the restaurant, holding the table, and comes over. He said, well, since you were in your commercial on your T-shirt, I'm going to give you mine. And it was a flyer to another event in town. <laughs> exactly. So all of you who purchased, ha-ha, <laughs> Your T-shirts, wear them, and go out and start. Guess what? We're wearing tracks of the 21st century. This 21st century tracks. We are right because now we get to talk. And I'm, so I started telling the woman what it is. And because you have to understand, not everybody is ready to give up on Jesus Christ. I know the media wants you to think that he's losing, but he still is racking up numbers like you would not believe. We just have to get honest counters. Okay? People are not ready to give up on Jesus Christ. Our God is more successful than you think. I don't care about the few million here or there. God is still holding the lead with his son because the Almighty vowed that I will give you the heathen for an inheritance, and that the earth will be your inheritance. Your name will go to the ends of the earth, and every Gentile is going to know your name. I'm telling you, it's because we can get all caught up in trends and tricks and treats and carrying on, we don't think God is making it happen. No, God's making it happen, and so here we are now, God striking the earth with spiritually organic culturally unmodified Christianity. No culture. No, you don't have to mix it up with the favorite deity. It's not a mixer. Doesn't need a chaser. Right. Come on. Right. It's not. But you were going to talk, come on, what were we going to talk about? That comes the, the, this is her, you know, her, if Chief was here, she'd butter out, though, because, you know, Chief hot button for, like, real. Yeah. Mm-hmm. But in her absence, <laughs> I was <laughs> I love it. This was August, because I think it was the day we were going to Joliet. Uh, it was storming, and so we were delayed in driving out, because you were flying, we were driving, so we were just kind of waiting for the storm to pass. And we're in that uh, in a conversation of, I think they just pray. But out of that prayer was first to come home, because the local church name is Congregation of the Mighty, mm-hmm. Ecclesial Embassy. That's right. 
And so through that congreg- uh, congregation conversation uh-huh. came the Come Home campaign, Congregation of the Mighty Embassy, Home. Like, come home, home. to Tulsa, <laughs> come home to scripturally organic, culturally modified Christianity, come home to being discipled as an apostolic Christian. And that was the launch point for all these people moving. <laughs> was we need a campaign to bring people in. Through the broadcast, people were like, I need to move to Tulsa. I want to move to Tulsa. I want to move to Tulsa. I need to be. Dr. Price, are you preaching up at that time? At that time. We were still fellowshipping with someone else. Mm-hmm. And so this was a plan that we thought we would kind of kick off in the spring, the end of the spring, and move forward. Well, a series of events happened where we had the opportunity. God accelerated the timeline. Right? To jump out New Year's. <laughs> and jump we did. And jump we did. And uh, as a result, it really accelerated what God wanted to do in shifting. So that launched the Come Home campaign, and we started telling people, well, yes, yes. Come yes. on People home. moved from all around the world for Hagen, moved all around the world for Robert, mm-hmm. and uh, Jake's, I'm sure, all uh-huh. these people's churches did not grow to tens of thousands of people just from local. Mm-hmm. Those are transplants that grew those numbers out of the water. Yeah. And so now, we're growing. We are growing. People are getting home, jobs, having breakthroughs in employment in Tulsa that they couldn't their entire life. <laughs> exactly. No, not at all. Because, wait a minute, before I say that, but remember, we said um, when we were there, every time we turned around, I'm coming home. Yes. You know, I'm sitting in the pew, everybody worshiping. Why are you crying? I got to go on the job. <laughs> I love those. Those were like our favorite ones, you know. Why? Because you can't get this message anywhere. I'm it right now. And until I replicate myself, you can, now you can get knockoffs, you can get slogans, you can get somebody to swing it out there, but you cannot get this message with its confirmations and with its transformations from anywhere else but here with me. Scripture organic, culturally unmodified, originated by Dr. Paula Price, come on, in Tulsa, Oklahoma. So I don't care how many of you, you can pick it up. Everybody can pick through. You know, we can pick through the pile and pick up this and pick up that. But I've got the whole thing and the backup plan. So I've got the the marketing, promotion, front office, back office. Hallelujah, because we have that back office. And you know why? Because I waited till I got the whole revelation. Right, right. I didn't stop. Those of you who will be enrolling in my school, yeah, I'm excited. You know what? Guess what, guys? I'm excited. Right. Dr. Price is crazy excited. I am crazy excited. Loving on my honeymoon. Loving on my Jesus, the sugar pie, Jesus. Yes, I am. And you know what? I say that when you're gone. I don't wait for the camera to love him up. I do all day long. He's a honey. He's sweet because God is a good God. God is looking for people who will go the distance. You can't, you can't prove to God you're going to go the distance when you won't sit and get the old message. You can only go as far as you sat. I said to everybody, this is so, so good, I said every move, every new move has its own treasury, its own reserves, its own providences. Its own graces and virtues, its own tools, its own supply line from heaven to materialize in the earth. 
this is a great time. I, if you didn't, if you weren't with me on Sunday, go back and listen to Sunday. Sunday's great. You know, we had a lot of people sitting here saying, you know what, I can't get to Tulsa yet, but you're my pastor. You are my, this is my church. You are my apostle. Why? Because they're being transformed by the truth, the very truth that I was told nobody wanted to hear. For 25 years, I was told, nobody wanted to, I'm telling you, you don't want to hear the truth. Uh-uh. Truth hurts. You know what? A lot of things hurt in life, and we grin and bear it and get better for it. Don't we? We just grin and bear it. Ow! You go to dentist. Ow! All the flame jaw this large. You know, you know what? You haven't given up on dentist. You just go a little slower. And you probably eat a little less candy. But in the end, life improves by truth. The essence of life is that we were made by the God of truth, the spirit of truth. We are moved. Every every Things that we see, that God got to start with truth. And if you want to get excited and you want to come back into wholeness, you got to come back into God's truth. For he said it is the truth that will make you free. And it's the truth that will make you want him. Do you know why he said it? Because the truth makes you want its offer. People want to meet the author. I want to meet the person who wrote this. I want to meet the, the singer who, who, who created this song, the writer who created this play. And even though it doesn't make a difference how many other people replicated it and it's good, et cetera. You know, I have like um, nine versions in my phone because I just love it so much. I got like nine versions of how great is our God. I know it's got to be now. I love the song. Nine verses. I got the I got the African American, black church, white church. I got the denominational, the non-denom church. I've got the soloist, the psalmist, the prophet. I've got the instrumental. I love the song. But baby, when Brother Tomlin's version comes on, you can tell it began there. And his is the most simplistic one. He did the most it's so pure, so simplistic, and no guitar. That's all you got. <laughs> you know, I've got it now, 27-piece band, orchestra. I've got kings in the background, bells. I've got choirs like you wouldn't believe, and all of them are good. But when you go back and listen to his, the simplicity of that song and his creation, Still trumps it all. Now, you don't stop playing the others. I just put them all. I got them all in one place. They just play. I just got all of them written, especially when I want to remember God is great. You know, and so I say that to you to say that founder, that progenitor, that, that, that originator, that one is going to give you the fullest. The firstborn of everything is the fullest. That's, and, I mean, that's how God said he, he did it. Jesus, the firstborn, he's the fullest of all God's other begotten. You know, nobody will ever have as much of God as Jesus does. Man, that was good. Hit that table. There you go, Samantha. Hit it. <laughs> and now, because of that, my, my family are coming home. All of sons, daughters, families, ministries, they're coming on home to Tulsa because people were not ready to give up on God and buy and take the buyout for another God. They were not ready to trade Jesus for a lesser God. Mm. You know, I'm hot tonight, guys. I'm really on fire. I'm telling you, I almost want to hook them a shine. 
all day, but I'm going to try to behave myself. So I'll just go for the for the benefit of my beloved saints. I'll just say Shea Debo. <laughs> yes! <laughs> yes! <laughs> and so now we're at a place now where God has people coming home, and I mean, they're coming up, and some of them are showing up, you know? I'm just like, well, hi, welcome, welcome to Scripturally Organic, Culturally Unmodified Christianity. We will take the planet, we will be the next day. Step, we will be the next word. And I'm telling you, when God says, I'm going to call them out, we never realize it. When God says, I'm calling you out, you have to know what he's calling with. He called with faith. He called with charismatic gifts and healing. He called with spiritual gifts. He called with signs and wonders and miracles. He's now calling us back to spiritually organic, culturally unmodified Christianity. And he's calling it with an apostle. Now, I know y'all, have, I'm not even going to play your little game. Please don't write me about women apostles. Don't do that. Save your time. <laughs> Save your energy. Don't do it. Just don't do it. Don't let that devil grip your hand. <laughs> <laughs> don't let them pull your hand. <laughs> don't do that. Don't do it. I don't care. Listen, hear me. Don't let them do that. Don't let him say, I'm just going to write it because that's just what I want to say because I'm telling you, I'm dumping it. And you know why I'm dumping it? Because it's another lie of the devil to hold up what Jesus wants to do. Anybody who's serious about making anything happen, I'm calling all able-bodied. I'm calling all capable. I'm calling all Compatible. I'm calling, God is calling us, come one and come all. And I'm trying that when women like that, I keep thinking, boy, your mama must have gave you a fit for you not to want to see another woman succeed in anything but making babies. Your mother must have crushed you. Loose that devil. Be free in Jesus' name. Be, be free. Are you kidding? You're going to tell me that a woman can't be an apostle, but the church can be God's wife. I don't get it. I don't get it. If he named the entire church his bride, his wife, you better know that everything he called the church to do has to include females, got to include women. Just, I mean, it's a simple thing. He called the whole church, which means when you drop your little flesh on the planet, you will be genderless, and nobody will know what you were. You'll just be the bride of Christ. So don't, don't write me. Just don't, don't do that. Don't even put it on my little thing, all right? Just don't do that. You know, there are women that just think you should be nice and sweet about it. Dr. Price is not that woman. I am very well endowed. I'm so sugar pot endowed with Jesus Christ, you'd have a hard time telling me that somebody who makes you a genius from afar, hallelujah, doesn't want you in his service. You have a hard time selling me on that one. So don't sell me. Go ahead and give it to your other little lady. Give it to the first lady at the church. They like that stuff. I don't know. I'm not the woman for the job. So don't ever write me that again. Please don't, because I'm not going to send you a nice message. Amen. But anyway, having having had my spin, I'll just take a little sip. Cheers. David said, Loose that devil, be free. 
I'm with her. Be free. Be free. And you know, most of the women who won't do it, them some miserable sisters. And you know why? Because a great anointing is turning into vinegar and lard in their souls. All bitter and all stuck. Loose that. Come on and join the rest of us. Be free, my sisters. Be free, my brothers. Be free, saints of the Most High God. Be free, children of the Almighty. Be free in Jesus' name. Be free. I command the spirit of slavery binding you all up to loose you and let you go. Be free. And stop fighting the people with the courage to do it and hang on to our coattails. I'm drinking some water. How's that? I'm just. <laughs> my mother, my studio audience here is having a blast. <laughs> I'm telling you. I want you to stop that. And you, you women, stop fighting your sisters with the courage to make it happen. And go find out where they got that courage from. And then go get yourself some. Go where they went and get some courage. Be free. Be bold in the Lord. He said, be strong in the Lord and in the power of his might. Be free. I can't stop saying it. Somebody is giving free tonight. Be free in Jesus' name. Be free to fulfill your destiny. Be free to be strong and mighty in God. Be free to cease being a simple hormone. Stop being a hormone. Stop being a servant of the Most High God. The sugar pot of Jesus. You know, I'll be loving on this man. He is so, hey, Jesus. Yes, he is a sweetheart. So I'm trying to behave myself. Am I behaving? You're doing all right. I'm doing all right. That's Cut good. Cut it up. Cut it up. Yeah, get free. Stop that craziness. Stop that divisive spirit. That's nothing but a divisive devil. Oh, nobody with Satan but Satan would appreciate God having one half of his workforce furloughed. Right. Now he's sitting there. He got all these women doing all kinds of things for him, but Jesus can't have his women doing something for him. Don't write Dr. Price. Please don't. Just don't. Mm-mm, don't even. You know, I've grown up. You know, when I was 25 and 30, I used to think, man, I got to, oh, no, no, we're not doing that. My sons and daughters are coming home. Any, if you start defining the almighty God according to your hormone, that's an embarrassment. That's an embarrassment. You know, come on, it's the luck of the draw. That's no choice. There's nothing great about that. So, moving on. Yes, hi, Facebook. Hi, Periscope. Yay! It's the shirt, guys. It's the shirt. <laughs> it's the shirt. Blame the shirt. Blame the shirt. It's the shirt and the slack top. And you know what they gave me? Oh, got me a gavel. You know I'm happy. I've been wanting one of them for like three years. I've got it now. And it's fresh. It's fresh. Yes. Yes. Spiritually organic. Don't let it be, says the Holy Ghost. All right, I've got, um, gee, I don't even know. What time is it? I, do I know? I got 25, guys, it's 25 minutes. You think I can do something in 25 minutes? I think I can because I have something else to get excited about. This has been an excited, exciting season for me. Woo, Jesus. Hallelujah. Woo. Hallelujah. Glory to God. Thank you, Jesus. Yes, Lord. Yes, Almighty God. Yes. Yes, everlasting Father. Yes, 
the sugar by Jesus. That's your number this one. For we alone serve the God above all thrones and our Lord God omnipotent reigns. We serve the God above all thrones. He's a sweetheart. Yes, he is. And we're going to make sure that everybody knows he's a sweetheart. We're going to make, I want y'all to give God sugar every day. When you think about it, just give him sugar. Sugar by Jesus. We just love you, Lord. When you're driving in your car, I want you to give him some sugar. Lord, we love you. I want you to lift up the praises of the Almighty God. When you look down at your hands, I want you to say, hey, you know what? Somebody made this. Think about it. This man made two bodies, not, not 20 million, two, and they're still going on. Still going on. He never came back and said, you know, God, had, oh, boy, he had to scrap that. He hasn't scrapped your humanity yet. Hallelujah. When you hit your clock, you say, my God, oh, my God owns it and got me this job. When you do your job, don't go there and be a slouch. Don't go there and be a time thief. Go there and give them more than enough. Be good, good enough to wear the name of Jesus. Be good enough. Make it so God doesn't have to be ashamed to be your God. Up, up, yeah. He's a good God. Moving on. Yeah, I'm having fun tonight. I can't help myself. I just know that I'm just loving on the king. Loving on the king. He's a great God. He's a great God. So, let's see. Woo! Yeah, new era apostleship. Scripture organic, Christianity, culturally unmodified. I'm going to say it and say it, so you might as well order your shirts, get your slap cloth, get yourself a little wrap cloth there. You might as well get everything you have because this move, this is moving on, and it's taking the planet. It's going to do so by the Holy Ghost. We started out with ABCs and Apostleship 2. I want to show you something else I got. Thank you to all of my 2017 Tulsa Prophetic Training Institute <laughs> attendees. Look at us. We are growing. We are, this is just one of our classrooms in our brand-new new school because God sent the prophets to bless our new school. You know, God starts everything with the prophets. Anything God's going to do, he's going to start it with a prophet. If he's not going to, I don't care if it's a declared prophet, undeclared prophet, I know I'm a prophet, nobody told me I'm a prophet. Hey, guess what I just found out? Just found out I'm a prophet. God starts everything with a prophet. So, you know, I was thrilled as punch to have all them prophets. And this is just a few that had, that we got in this room. We had them all outside in the halls, all down the hallway. And I said, come on, prophets, let's bless what God is doing. Let's bless it. And there we are. My team, look at that. This is Team Supreme. Look at that. <laughs> Thank you all so very much for doing this and for being there. We, I mean, we made history, and we are yet making history. Even as we stand, we're making history, and then in the months to come, you all are going to see it. So let's look at this. Time for a checkup. We're going to check out your grade A organic. Scripturally organic and culturally unmodified. Everything about what we do, organic means prepared under continuous inspection. We do not leave anything to chance. 
So we we love everybody. Come on in, but you are going to have to want to go scripturally organic. So let's look at this. How many of y'all remember when we used to have records, record and rehearse your progress? We are a scripturally organic body of Jesus Christ. Yes, I'm going to say it. I'm going to say it so much. You all are going to say it. You're going to write it. It's going to be everywhere. I'm not going to stop. Look, what, why did we have to become scripturally organic? Because we are culturally modified. Why? Because culture is a way of using another culture in a way that delights our imagination while stripping that group of their identity. Christianity has begun to lose its identity. And, you know, God promised his son an inheritance. Whether we do it right or not as mortals is not the point. God promised his son an inheritance. So we are going to have to deal with how the world has taken and spun Christianity to its advantage. So we are strong. We are going to be strong in the Lord and in the power of his name. We're going to be mighty in Jesus Christ. Yes, 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 we're going to be bold in the Lord because those who are strong, you know, when you know God, the more you know God, the stronger you get. That's why you don't want to just be an organic Christian. You want to be a scripturally organic Christian because it's through being a scripturally organic Christian that you learn the God that you're standing for. That was good. Wasn't that good? I know we have organic Christians out there. That's not us. We're not the organic. We're not a generic organic. We are scripturally organic. And we are culturally modified. We know why we are organic. We're organic because we are we're taking out the toxins. We're giving up the toxins of culture. We're giving up the infections of other religions. We're giving up. The, heart, the, the contaminants of worldliness, we're giving it up. We are purposely scripturally organic because we're decreed to be culturally unmodified. We are detoxifying ourselves from all that has infected Christ and his body, from the worms, the bugs, the parasites. Come on, somebody, you hear what I'm saying? From the uncleanness, from the diseases and sickness, from the confusions and deformities. You know, we got a lot of deformed births. We need to put you right on back through the womb of the Holy Ghost. Bless God. You can go back in and come back out right. I always like this one, you know, because I just chose this. Wait a minute. You know, when, you know, I like it to show how the world really thinks that because God didn't turn their light on, he turned our light on. Oh, somebody, hear that. Just because God didn't turn some, your, your unbelieving friend's light on doesn't mean yours got to go out. I'm not letting anybody flip my switch. You're not going to flick my switch. I have the illuminations of the Holy Ghost. My mind is full of the fullness of the Godhead. I've got this logo thing running up and down. And you know why? Because I paid the due and I put in the time. And God responded. Do you all see the ideas? Look at that. A brain and a light bulb. Be, be careful that the light in you is not darkness. See the dark blue light? Not the blue sky revelations of the Holy Ghost. Dark blue nightlight. I'm telling you, I'm excited. I love this man called Jesus. So this is what we look like. This is what we are demodifying ourselves from. We're going to be unculturized Christians. Culture-crafted TV, mind control, deceit programming, manipulation, subliminal messaging, memory, brainwashing, hypnotic conditioning, and lies, culture addition. Change to the media. You don't like my next one. I hope it comes up next. You know, I kind of play around a lot. And then look at this guy. 
He just laid down watching himself and being spoon-fed by the media. And then we look at the contamination. We've got humanism, TV, evolution, and liberal theology. Wish I was smart enough to come up with these things. I didn't. But that doesn't make them useless. Chained to the media. I mean, there was a time, Prophet Ashley, that you had to go home and watch TV. Oh, yes. You had to go home and turn on your radio. And, and, and throughout your workday, you were free from it. You were free to focus on other things and allow your mind to process and explore and even to resolve the issues from whatever you saw last night. So you had, if you were a working person, an eight to ten hour space of time where you could think. Right where other people were not doing your thinking for you. And so you went home and you did that. Now you can't even do I mean, can I tell you my latest bugaboo? I'm telling you, I'm praying this thing down. If ever anybody's going to curse and irritate, I'm cursing this one. Yes, I am. I'm cursing it. I got power with God, and I'm cursing it. I don't care what it takes to wipe it out. But I am tired of trying to do my job at work, and some stinking internet is going to sit there and give me a television commercial, a movie. I don't don't go to work to watch TV. My people's life and my people's job and productivity is diminished because somebody wants to advertise simply because I want to use the web. I curse it at the root in the name of the Lord Jesus Christ. I curse it. I'm like, you, you're, this, is, this is beyond information. We've gone from information to invasion. We're in invasion. you got to see commercials you don't want. That's like, literally, it's like don't, waking up in the morning and everybody busting in your house with their wares. You don't get a break from it. And then you got, you, you're trying to get a letter out all in a hurry, and you got to wait for some slow crunch crunch to download a bunch of junk you don't even need. Yeah, curse it. I am the apostle of the Lord Jesus Christ. I sit in my seat of authority today, and I curse that. That is an invasion. That's beyond sense. There's no sense in that. You sit me, the people got to work. They got to. They have to be held up watching somebody else's commercial on the job. That is crazy. And somebody needs to say that's a devil, and it's crazy. And I do. I curse it. I command it to die in Jesus' name. I don't care what it takes for it to dissolve. I speak death. I'm like Jesus with that fig tree. I command that thing to cease and desist. Now I'm mad. See, I got all mad. I forgot. I was all right. So I got mad. Let me hit something. So I got yes, I am. I am. I said, you know, I'm not going to sit in my seat of authority and God's going to tell me you got all this power and then I'm not going to do something with it. That is crazy. I hate it. And then you got to get all kinds of malware, D-ware, and everything. They get to decide that what you have to spend your No, uh, uh, watch me. And if I be who I am, watch that thing change. Watch me in the name of Jesus. Watch me. Hallelujah. And all going to know there's a prophet in the land. I'm ready to go on. Modern world should be world crazy makers, social media. Look at this. This doesn't make sense. Look at this. This guy, wow, all day long, in the palm of your hand. You can't get healed with this. You have got to meter it out. Nobody thinks it's a bad idea. We just think it needs to be a moderated idea. <clears throat> Look at this. Facebook, Periscope, Snapchat, Instagram, YouTube. I mean, they are bombarding you in your hands. 
You going to be people trying to, trying to, losing their life, trying to look at a phone. Driving down the highway, trying to look at a phone. That's ridiculous. World trash equals mind crash. I just thought I'd say it, you know. World trash, mind crash. Social media overload. What is the solution? Ephesians 6, 1, 1, 6, 11. You need to put on the helmet of salvation. You need to save your brain while you still can. You need to cover your mind. I'm telling you, you need to. You need to. And I'm telling you, you have to stop letting this. this uh, do you realize, you, I listen to people, we're so programmed. You know, I'm having a roll right now. I only have a few more minutes. I'm going to have a blast, just in case I didn't have a blast. I listen to and you act like this phone has a mind of its own. No, this phone is programmed with the mind of a human being who, who has decreed how you will think. A person coded this phone. The phone didn't code itself. Your computer didn't code itself. There are people whose job it is to do nothing but upload swell on the Internet. Their job is just to upload stuff. I know because I got people to upload stuff for me. So I know that's their job. But I can say that they're people. Stop treating this phone as if it's some sort of phenomena, phenomena, some alien phenomenon that dropped out the sky and gave you an advantage in life. People did that. People and their thoughts, and some of them very, very brilliant, some of them very, very well-intentioned, and others devious. But people did it. Stop looking at your smartphone as if it's smart. It's a box. Smart was how to get you to buy into it. It's a box. It's a tool. It's an instrument. And you need to take care of yourself. Being overloaded with this stuff is crazy. And then you wonder why you can't make decisions, you can't sleep at night. I mean, I got, you got four kids out, out in the restaurant. Whole family's gone out to dinner and the children watching the cell phones and the parents ignoring them. Nobody's talking to the kids. Nobody. I'm like, and I have parents with letting their children watch, and I know, no, 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 don't let your child watch, no, no, no earphones in my van. Your devil is going to have to wait till you get back in the car to resume his conversation. Not in my van. No, 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 because our God, our job is to guard Jesus Christ. That is our number one job, and we, that means we can't, we're not just guard him in heaven, we guard him in children. We guard him in people. We guard his holdings, his rights. So you need to, number one, press to restore the helmet of your salvation. You need to put the helmet of your the helmet. You need that righteousness. You need a shield. In other words, you need the thoughts of God. What is that helmet made of? Of scripture? Logos? The thoughts of God at least have a balance. I am not one of those head for the hills Christians. You know, I think the world has some very, very good things in it. And I think it has a lot of choices, but I feel like this, if God hasn't stopped it, he must want us to learn how to manage it. We can run to the hills and hide out all day long. That is fine. But you know what? That's not going to do away from the problem. It's just going to take you off the hook for your responsibility to it. You're going to have to realize that you have power over this. Take on the mind of Christ. Paul said the wisdom of this world is foolishness to God. But how will you know what's foolishness to God if you don't know the wisdom of the world? 
You can't make wise choices if you only got one option. You know, that was good, too. Let me drink something. I just feel like I'm going to sip a little something. Mm. Yeah, but that'd be a little noisy. But think about it. You know, but if God doesn't, stop that. If God doesn't want me to have it, he'll take it. God did take it all the way to the cross, all the way to hell. He doesn't have to take it any further. He took it as far as it could go. And now it's up to you to take it all the way to the cross and take it all the way to hell. It's your job to toss it in the trash. It's your job. That's your job. You can no longer say, if God wants me to get rid of it, then he, God has done his part so, so well that he gave you two things. Number one, the awareness that there is trash that should be gone, that should be sent to hell. And number two, the power to do something about it. God is not going to labor for you. Do you realize that the Lord is so, uh, his world is so busy and everything is so intertwined that he'll just let you live through it. Some things you have to live through because you've got to get it out your system. Because it's something you meditated on when you were a kid, something that you just fell in love with as a kid, or it's something that the spirit of your mom and dad decided to pass down your genetic tree. So there are a lot of things God needs you to rise up. How are you going to help keep his planet and his own wealth pure if you don't have the power to keep your vessel pure? you got to cast it off. You have to do it. And you don't do it magically. It's not easy. It's years, little bit by little bit, this one and then that one and this one and that one. You do it through scripturally organic, culturally unmodified Christianity. Most Christians don't even know what culture is. They're looking culture. They're modeling culture. They're mirroring culture. They're talking culture. They're wearing culture. And you know what they don't know? That it's culture. And they don't know what it is. Our job. God's not going to do the heavy lifting for you. He can wait until you die. You only got to wait 60, 70 years for somebody who lives forever. 60, 70 years, he just blinked his eye. Oh, you're here. Mm, good. Welcome. Let's clean you up a little bit. Lastly, let the mind of Christ, that Christ possessed in the flesh take over. You know, Paul told the Philippians, let this mind, be in you, which was also in Christ Jesus. I like how he said it. Let the mind, this mind, be in you, that was also in Christ Jesus, who thought it not a robbery to be equal with God and made himself of no reputation, worldly reputation. Jesus literally dropped the esteem and the fame and the renown of his sovereignty to become a sacrifice for you and me. But it made him no less God. Why? Because he is born of God's seed. I don't know. That's good. Was that good? Come on, somebody. Was that good? Encourage my heart. It was, he was, Jesus thought it not robbery because he did not yank the title God. He didn't snatch the title God. He was born as the son of God. He was born of God's very seed. Well, guess what, guys? Why do you think Paul was saying that? That was a veiled revelation that had to wait for this dispensation to go audible, to become widespread. So he 
let the mice. He never forgot that he was born of the Godhead seed. He never forgot that it was the divine sperm of his father, the creator, that brought him into existence. He never forgot that. Oh, somebody, hear the message tonight. You must remember you are born of God. And if you're born of God, you are supposed to relate with sin. Now, God has a lot of patience because he knows half of you don't even know what you're doing in sin. So he's allowing you to learn. He's allowing you to stumble, fall, trip, knock your head, stop your toes, but for you to understand. You know, when you hear somebody say, I, I hit my knee on this piece of furniture every day, and now it's black and bruised and it's deformed, you got to shake your head. So one or two things need to happen. You need to give that furniture a wide berth, or you need to move it. We are too great to slump so low. We are too great to slump so low. Let the mind, let this mind be in you, which was also in Christ Jesus. Jesus didn't run from the world. He just turned off culture. He literally said, oh, no, that's another God. No, I'm not dealing with that. Oh, I don't need that. And sometimes he dealt with it. I mean, certain times he actually talked to Satan. Because he was, he was like, I'm your maker. I can say anything I want to say to you. I made you. Make me. See, there's a mind that those who are born of God live in, walk in, work in, think all the time. And it's that mind that becomes their mental defense, casting down arguments. And every high thing that exalts itself above the knowledge of God, bringing every thought into captivity to the obedience of Christ. Come on, do you hear that statement? How they two work? You don't have to. Now, you're not going to drop it all at once. And if you get off tonight and do that, you're going to be so frustrated. Don't do that. But begin to cooperate with the Holy Ghost as he sets the priority of your deliverances. And work with him. Come on, stop. And so you prepare to think like God. Do you know that when you take on the mind of Christ, a lot of that rolling on the floor, frothing at the mouth deliverance is not necessary. You don't have to do that. Just become scripturally organic and culturally modified. And a great deal of the work is done for you. You have a lot of discomfort as you go along, but so is everything else. Do you know growing pains? The kids growing hurts. My, my bones hurt. I don't know why my neck hurts. That's how it is in planet Earth. But the end of it, the precious results, the precious fruit, that like precious faith will make it worth it all. Hey, it's time for me to go. I'm going to get out of here. I'm going to be back on Thursday morning at 11 a.m. Central Time, the Paula Price Show. We're going to revisit again Thursday evening, 8 p.m., Prophetic Ed. You know, I've been hanging tough with you all because you hang tough with me. We are a great team, people. Let's make this thing powerful, and let's make it cover the earth. Until Thursday, good night, and God bless you.